Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome back to the Popcorn Finance Podcast, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I'm really excited to be jumping back into our Poppin' with Fire series. But before we go any further, I just want to say thanks again to Airbnb for being a part of this series. And if you've made it this far, that means you probably have some interest in the fire movement. And one way to help you get a little bit closer to achieving fire is to bring in a little bit of extra cash. You can join the over 2 million people who are currently earning money hosting on Airbnb. And the great thing is you can host whenever you want. To learn more, head on over to popcornfinance.com slash Airbnb. And if you start hosting, you'll receive a $100 cash bonus if you generate $500 in booking value by May 31st. Terms and conditions do apply. So thanks again to Airbnb for being a part of this series. Today in this fourth episode, it's just going to be me, no guest today, uh, because I wanted to talk about the, the many paths to FI or financial independence. And I think the best way to start is to, to look at the components of the FIRE acronym. So there's really two pieces. There's the FI and there's the RE portion. So for the FI, that's the financial independence portion of this, this movement. And what that's all about is really saving enough money that you become financially independent. I know I'm using the same word again to describe it, but really, really what that means is you don't depend on any income source to sustain yourself. You've put aside enough money, you're good to go. You do, you wouldn't have to earn another dollar to sustain yourself and have a place to live and eat. So that's what their portion comes from. Retire early. Now that is really like a self-explanatory. <laughs> that just means that you're retiring at a, uh, an earlier age, or you could say maybe an unconventional age. Uh, I think the traditional age for retirement is somewhere in, the, I think, early mid sixties is I think when most people consider like your normal retirement age. And so the individuals who are retiring early are retiring significantly early, so in their thirties and forties. And so that's where the retire early portion comes from. And for me, what this fire movement means and represents is it's really freedom, the freedom to pursue different options, the freedom to try things that you maybe you wouldn't have because you were scared because you were concerned about making a living. I think it just opens up so many possibilities. And not everyone is necessarily going to do the second half of this acronym. Not everyone's going to retire early. I know so many people who are part of this fire movement that they, they're continuing to work. They're just working in a different capacity. And I think that's the, the beautiful thing about all of this is that it, it helps put you in a position of financial security. And then once you're secure, it just opens up so many other options. And so for me, I'm not necessarily looking to retire right now. I enjoy my job <laughs> right now. I'm in a fortunate position where I actually enjoy the work that I'm doing, but I still like to have my options open because just because I enjoy my job now uh, and they happen to like me right now doesn't mean that'll always be the case. So pursuing financial independence gives me the security and opens up options for me if something were to happen. And so when it comes to fire, there's really two different types uh, that you see talked about a lot. There's fat fire and then there's lean fire. And I'll just give you a really quick, basic uh, overview of what these two mean. So fat fire, these are individuals who are pursuing financial independence and would like to have a, I guess, more expensive standard of living. They're not looking to cut out everything and live on just the basic necessities. They still want to live a life that looks similar to what it looked like when they were working. They want to still maintain a high, I guess, a high to moderate spending level on an annual basis. Lean fire, on the other hand, they're going to cut their expenses as far as they can. So for them, they're going to need a much smaller amount of money saved up in order to you know, reach this financial independence point because 
the lower your expenses, then obviously the less money you're going to need to sustain yourself for years and years and years. So they're two different camps, both trying to achieve a level of independence where they don't need to work anymore. But for them, they have a completely different outlook on what, what it is they want, what they want their life to look like going forward as far as the amount of money that they're going to spend in the, I guess, type of lifestyle that they'll have. Nothing wrong with either of them. It's really a personal choice. And so it's a spectrum. You know, you can, you know, there's not just, I'm going to need a lot of money or I'm going to need a little bit of money. It's really up to you. You can be anywhere on the spectrum between lean and fat fire. It's just whatever fits your lifestyle and your real goals and wants for your life. And the last thing I wanted to touch on was how has the FIRE movement impacted me personally? And I think the thing that I've seen change the most after learning about the FIRE movement, reading about it, and just hearing other people talk on this this whole thing is that I'm always encouraged and motivated by the amount of money that these individuals are saving. Because when you think about it, you can't save 10% of your income and reach financial independence. It just mathematically, that's not going to work out for you. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think you're going to need a little bit more than 10% saved from each one of your paychecks. And so that's why when you see these individuals, they're saving 40, 50, 60, 80% of their income. It doesn't mean that you have to do that if that's what you're looking at. It, it really, again, depends on what your goals are, what you, what type of fire you're trying to achieve. But overall, the theme that you see is they're saving more money. And that has been very encouraging to me. And uh, it's actually pushed me to save more. So over the years, my savings rate has increased year over year, basically. That's been the biggest impact on me. It's really made me focus more on deferring what I want to do right now. I may want to, I really want to spend this money, but I'm making myself set this money aside for the future. And I think even if you don't ever get to a point where you're like officially, I guess you can say I'm throwing up quotations like you can see, but, but even if you don't officially reach financial independence or are able to retire early, I think the impact of just increasing your savings will, will just be huge. And I think you'll thank yourself later for actually making some changes whether it's cutting expenses, whether it's making more money or doing both, preferably if you can, saving more money or building up that practice and habit of saving more, it's going to be really valuable for you going forward. So after hearing all this, your four episodes in, I really want to know what are your thoughts on the FIRE movement? You know, do you like it? Uh, do you not like it? Do you have a problem with it? Do you have questions? I, I love to hear from you. So as always, you can reach out to me by going to popcornfinance.com voicemail. Another big thing that's going on is that this is the start of America Saves Week, which is one of my favorite weeks of the year. I have something special for you, but before we jump into that, let's take a quick break. Thanks again to Airbnb for being a part of the Poppin' with Fire series. I think we all wish that we had a little extra cash to help us boost our retirement savings. Visit popcornfinance.com Airbnb to start hosting, and you'll receive a $100 cash bonus if you generate $500 in booking value by May 31st. So make sure you visit popcornfinance.com Airbnb to learn more and sign up. Terms and conditions apply. So America Saves Week is running from today, February 25th, all the way through to Saturday, March 2nd. And the goal of this week is to encourage you all to save more. And to help you do that, they've given a theme to each day of this week. Today's theme is Save with a Plan. I don't know if you remember, but back in December, Allison Baggerly was on for a stretch of episodes. We did, I think, almost like a whole week of episodes. But in, in those episodes, I mentioned that you were going to be hearing more from Allison in the future. Allison's going to be providing some quick budget tips for you all throughout this year. And her tip today fit perfectly with the America Saves theme of the day. So I was trying to think of a name for these segments that Allison is doing. I suggested budget nuggets. I follow Allison and I feel like I learn a lot. I get like little budget nuggets every time I hop on there. <laughs> 
budget nuggets is that a thing I, that sounds kind of weird i don't know that, <laughs> that was interesting that budget is not that, yep that is that phrase is not associated with me that is truly chris browning's <laughs> phrase only <laughs> you know that sounds like when you go to like to mcdonald's and chicken nuggets are on sale those are budget nuggets, <laughs> budget nuggets. <laughs> she was not a fan of that at all <laughs> but uh i still like it but uh, for now we'll just call this allison's budget corner or, you know we'll call this the inspired budget corner that's what we're going to do for now maybe i can convince her to go with budget nuggets you know budget nuggets popcorn finance for keeping the whole food theme going uh <laughs> let me know what you think but uh for now i'm going to give you allison's inspired budget corner tip of the day Hey, this is Allison from Inspire Budget with your budget tip. Whenever you set up your budget, you're going to want to set up a sinking fund. And what that is, is it's basically a fund or a savings fund where you set aside money for things that you know are going to happen. For instance, I know that I'm going to have to eventually replace the tires on my car. And so I have a car maintenance sinking fund to cover any costs that are going to come up. That way, whenever I take my car to the shop and they say, oh, you need all four new tires. That's going to be $500. Maybe I have $400 in that sinking fund and it helps cover the cost. So you're going to want to set up sinking funds for things that you know are going to take place. It could even be things like Christmas, holidays, birthdays. So get those set up. And that is your budget tip. Learn more budget tips at inspirebudget.com or follow me on Instagram at inspirebudget. Thanks, Allison. I really appreciate that. I, I love sinking funds. That's one of the things that I implement in my budget as ways to compartmentalize and keep track of these expenses that I, I know will probably come up from time to time and keep that money separate and not accidentally spend it. So I love this tip. Stay tuned all throughout this week. I'll be putting out content for America Saves Week. So there'll be some episodes that'll be popping up into your feed, but you also want to check me out over on Instagram. Just look for Popcorn Finance Podcast. I'll be doing Instagram lives all throughout the week. I'm actually going to be doing one today if you're listening to this episode when it releases. Uh, I'll be joined by Jen Smith from Modern Frugality and the Frugal Friends Podcast. You've heard her on here a few times. We'll be doing an Instagram live at 1.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or that would be 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those of you over on the East Coast. And we will also be focusing on today's America Saves theme of save with a plan so i hope to see you all there tonight on instagram but if not i hope you have an amazing rest of your week and i'll talk to you soon your boy keep it popping like mary poppins